Jesus. We command all satanic pregnancies to miscarry right now. We declare that anything that's been conceived in satanic wombs, that it'll miscarry. It will not be able to carry forth any plan of destruction, any plan of harm. Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and wrong. Yes, you're listening to Sick and Wrong. The Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, D. Simon. And I am Harrison. Thank you. Harrison. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering about this the other day. I was thinking about this. Did you ever end up making your own DMT in your home laboratory? Um, <clears throat> not yet, but I'm <laughs> going to gonna get my gas mask, get my... Uh, get a white lab coat? My chemicals, my uh, white lab coat, my clipboard. Are you going to wear my, your uh, yellow glasses? My candy whistle. You, you got to wear your yellow glasses. Of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Your candy whistle, very important. Yeah. Well, and one of those like multicolored gas masks. Oh, you need I, that. Because yeah. I was going to get that anyway to make like baby Cthulhu's. Um, oh, yeah. I remember that. Remember when you were making like taking taxidermy and like yes. gluing it together mm. with like formaldehyde <laughs> yes. and like rubber cement or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I got to do it again, but I, I this time I'll actually use like protective gear (laughs) you should do that rather than just smoking wet you know what i'm saying we'll like make a patreon tier where you get harrison's like bastardized taxidermy (laughs) yeah Mm. your homemade sherm Mm. but no i mean you were talking we were talking Mm. about dmt because dmt is Mm. the hip cool drug these days it is very hip what's up freak bitches ever since like joe rogan talked Mm. about it for like 20 minutes Mm. And I think he, Joe Rogan was, you mentioned it, it's the spirit molecule. It's like now everybody's like, it's mind enhancing. So you got all these bros that want to go get DMT. Yeah. But it is very hip. It's a buzz, it's a buzz drug, a buzzword drug. It's, it's how you'll come up with the idea for the next iPod. You right? got to use DMT. Silicon Valley uh, Vision Quest. Spirit Quest, yeah. yeah so. but, but that's the thing. It's like, I don't mm. think these people are, you know, reading up on like the writings of Terrence McKenna. No. You know, I think they're like, you know, putting on the Joe Rogan podcast and it's like, oh, he talks about DMT. What know you of the clockwork elves? <laughs> <laughs> mm. But DMT, I mean, it's an interesting drug. I've only mm. done it twice. Same. You didn't you do it? You told this story on Patreon a while mm. ago. It was like an outtake about you went to like some creepy couple's hotel yeah. room at like a Motel Six. Yeah, it was. Um, it's like some weird sex thing. Shady motel thing. That's what it was gonna be. And it just turned into DMT. It turned into DMT. They were like, "I have DMT," and I was like, Pfft. "And next thing you know, no more sexy time. No. Now it's spirit quest time. Now every every single inanimate object." now has like a face and a backstory and a personality (laughs) did you how would you describe this trip is it what people say it's like this you know psychoactive spiritual awakening where you're like talking to the machine elves and everything or no no no. i I think an out of body experience i don't think that happens like the first time you do it i think you need to close your eyes for that to happen to get there um the first time I did did it, 
mind you, this was like a month ago or something. I didn't close my eyes because whenever I did it, it hurt. So I stopped doing it. Um, and so what did it feel like then? Just like mushrooms? Like you're just kind of No, it was different. It was like I did it and then all of a sudden like the doorknob has a face and everything. Yeah, yeah. That, that's... You know, <clears throat> the, the, the ceiling fixture has a personality and like, you know, oh, I don't know. That uh, wallpaper is looking at me kind of sinisterly and uh, I don't know about that. I'll get a Instead, look at the fucking, you know, iron in the closet uh, and the, the the dancing ghosts in the bathroom that were like, they were like dancing clown ghosts and they were like, and they were fine and fun to look at. But I knew that if I went into the bathroom, they would get you. There was something bad would happen to yeah, them or to me. sodomize you. That's both. what happens. Um, <laughs> so it was, it was like, but it was like, I could see the potential here because I didn't do so much did you smoke it yes yeah yeah that's what i did how else do you do it i don't know oh you can drink it oh you can, you can yeah, uh, yeah i mean you, there's, there's uh, yeah this dude had like a crazy special pipe it. for it oh wow. it was like it had like one container it had like one chamber and then another chamber and then like a thing like a wieldy thing you could like with wheels that you could put it down. It was crazy. It was like a crazy fucking thing. What a weird, yeah. Like and then I went back. Device. I went back to to see them at another because I was like trying to buy some, but they're like, you can't, man, because if you as soon as you exchange money for it, the spirits don't like that, and it, it'll color it's the whole a thing. Molecule. And I'm like, can you just? But I want. Ah, oh, like it was so annoying. Because it was just some magic bullshit that it was, it was irritating. So they just didn't want to sell it to your ass. I don't you think know, that was it. Because they, they had a bunch. You know? I mean, they had a lot. Mm, I don't know. Did it? Was these it like a, crazy? Was it just like a bag of white powder? No, it was a like brown powder. Brownish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I did it, it was mm. kind of yellowish. I remember. Yeah, I think it was. Maybe, so I did it yeah. in like 1997 mm. or 98 in New York, mm. and we were at a. I was with my friend Kessler mm. and. One of his friends had it, and we went to this mm. party in Brooklyn, and we're in this party, mm. and I remember smoking it and just kind of being like, oh, I don't really feel much. Mm -hmm. It was the second time I'd done it, because the first time, just like you were saying, like I felt weird, but I, didn't really, I wasn't really tripping, mm. and this time I kind of went in with that attitude, like, oh, I don't really feel much, like this shit doesn't really do much, and then all of a sudden... I wasn't in my body anymore, yeah. and that's what they say, you get an out-of-body experience, and I was mm. like, sitting there on a chair... And I could see myself sitting there. And then I was like walking around like, is this happening? I guess I was actually walking around. Mm. But I think I felt I was sitting there. I see. Like on a chair and I was outside of my body. And like, I guess from what people told me that were there, I wasn't making any sense. And I was going up to people and like asking mm. like, where's my body? Mm. Like, do you see, <laughs> like I was, and people were like, dude, where's my body? Like, dude, I, I can't tell. And then, yeah. then I got really freaked out that I wouldn't be able to get back into it. Mm. Like I was just like sitting there. And so I went outside and I was just like, mm. I guess I'm now just going to be the spirit thing. Like mm -hmm. I was just, I, you know, that's, that happens to me a lot. That's a lot happened on to me acid. on ketamine. Like you were out of your body and you yeah. didn't think you could get back into it? Yeah, where I like, and then I actually, on ketamine I've actually had like ego death where I actually not only forgot who I was, but I also forgot I was even a, a conscious entity. Oh, wow, yeah. Like I literally got absorbed into But what the, did you think you were then at that point? 
like part of the earth, like part of the ground, part of the terra, part of the yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, no, not her, not her, part um, of the terra. Yeah, yeah. But uh, and then the, I think it was the second time I did it, I did close my eyes, but then I just had like a weird. It was almost like a series of vignettes, like part of a, like a really elaborate credit sequence, where it was like it would have like a like a really like a wolf man in like a really nice sweater vest and a tailored shirt. And he'd be like filing some papers like at the copy machine. And he'd turn around like, Rex, he wouldn't say anything. He'd just turn around and you'd be like, oh, it's Rex Wolfman, attorney at law, whatever. And it'd be like, and then it'd be like freeze. And then it would turn into like, you know, um, not watercolors, but like breaststroke still like version of still. the yeah yeah and then it's like eh, nah. and then we'll go on to the next like creature <laughs> you know it was like the credit sequence of some fucking show that was totally insane i mean it, it i did have like vivid hallucinations because after yeah. that whole like out of body freak mm. out i was just standing on the balcony mm. of this apartment which is never a good idea on hallucinogenics no no but i was just standing there and i was like smoking a chain smoking cigarettes and then I just started looking at the street lights, and the street lights turned to these like beautiful, like kind of angel creatures. Yeah, they float do that. around. Do it was that. it was cool. Mm, and then yeah. at that point, I forgot all about the out of body thing, mm. and I just kind of wrote out the trip. I mean, it was intense. Yeah, I mean, the first time it was like Pee Wee's Playhouse. It was like the furniture was alive, things and, and moving, some of it was screaming, yeah. and some of it was singing, and some of it was dancing. Um, and it's so. difficult to do shit like open drawers and open doors yeah. and things like that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was definitely very intense. Hmm. I you know I, you don't come across it very often, except now hmm. it's become hip. So now it's like you hear people making it, making their hmm. own DMT, or possibly purchasing it online hmm. from cults. <laughs> which we're going to get to in a second. But a little mm. background on DMT. DMT is dimethyltryptamine. It's a hallucinogenic mm. tryptamine drug that occurs naturally, actually, in many plants and animals. Uh, they call it the spirit molecule because of the intense be psychedelic experiences. <laughs> the turkey uh, sleepy drug. Is that what that is? Yeah. Uh, I thought that was melatonin. No, it's different. Different. Mm. Um, DMT is a Schedule One controlled substance, very illegal. Yeah. But it's still used in a lot of religious ceremonies as like an awakening into deep spiritual mm. insight. It's kind of like the, it's like a, it's like a, it's not artificial, but it's like an extract from ayahuasca. It, they say it's, because uh, it's mm. the thing, uh, is it the same thing as ayahuasca? But it's not exactly it, but yeah. it's the main active ingredient. Yes. In ayahuasca, because ayahuasca I... is traditionally prepared using two plants. Mm -hmm. I don't even want to try to pronounce it, but one contains DMT while the other contains MAOIS, yeah. which is prevents enzymes from breaking. MAO down inhibitor, DMT. yeah, yeah. MAO inhibitors. Which so you could, which combo. people also take to like if they have to if they have a fear of public speaking and they have to like give a presentation. Because they get an MAO inhibitor, yeah, huh. yeah, interesting. So. Mm -hmm. um, so people, fine people say fine. experts believe that the pineal gland mm. produces it in the brain and releases it when we dream. Yes. They also say that DMT is released at death. Like right before you die, the DMT is released from your pe uh, pineal gland. Yes. And that's why you have near-death experiences. The, I, would say, I, I would say experts. Well, others others weird, believe that, but weirdos. experts say that the yeah. pineal gland produces um, it. People also say that, um, you know, like, biologic, my, my teeth should be in not great shape, but they're pretty good shape, largely because I think fluoride was in the water when I was a child. 
Oh, I thought you said your teats. And I was my, like, that's weird. <laughs> it's like teats. <laughs> yeah, my teats. I mean, my, you know, my familiars have really been sucking on them hard lately. You know, vin Vinegar Tom and Greedle Greedigut and, uh, you know. I've stopped giving my cat cat food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but. Uh, teeth. But, uh, you know, people in the, no I don't know, weird psychonaut people, stoner people say that, uh, you know, fluoride actually calcifies your, your pineal gland. Oh. You know, because your pineal gland is your... And traps the DMT? It's your third eye, your chakra. <laughs> you know, your third eye chakra. Joe Rogan so. knows all about the third eye. That's how he can see into your soul. It, okay. Dude, that, would you do DMT if like all does of a he, sudden... Does he inject steroids directly in his third <laughs> eye? <laughs> what happens if every time you do DMT, it's just like you're hanging out with Joe Rogan for like 45 minutes? <laughs> Like I'd kill myself. I feel like I have to do that anyway. Just, you know? I guess. Mm. It's out of Rogan experience. Mm. That's what I want. Um, but they say that, uh, you know, people describe being on DMT as like traveling at warp speed through a tunnel of bright lights. Others say they have out-of-body experiences. Or some people say they communicate with other entities like the machine elves. Yes. Well, there's people, look, there's people the DMT that elves. You can use it to, to um, you know, either s travel to or see into the uh, realm of fairy. Is that the what it's Tuatha for? Tuatha de Danan, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's how you talk to the, the, the clockwork elves, the machine elves. The you machine know? elves. They, they're the ones who like hold reality together. They're kind of like workmen, you know. How long mm. was the effect on you? Was it about, like, for me, it was about 45 minutes, I would say. And yeah. then I came down. It like, was I felt at like least I was 30 minutes, yeah. About 30 minutes? Something like that. Probably 40 minutes, yeah. So when you smoke, mm. it usually hits you within like three to five minutes. Yes. Um, but if you drink it, and we do it as a brew, it usually takes about 30 to 45 minutes to get, mm. and then it, uh, it actually hits you, and then it peaks around like two to three hours, so it lasts longer. Like ayahuasca, you've done that though, right? Um, yes. I've never yeah. done ayahuasca. Yeah. But that one I've heard takes a, long, a lot longer. Yeah, that's a long time. I do love these street names for DMT. Mm. So uh, about two weeks ago, we had a Patreon caller call in, uh, spec Shattered Spec. Shared Speculum called in, and he was using a code word for DMT that he thought Harrison would recognize. Barbecue. Yeah. Like barbecue. Like, hey, you want to come over for barbecue? And Harrison actually thought he was inviting him over for a barbecue. Yeah. But that was a code word he later like, cool, told us. And I was like, cool, let me know, you know? <laughs> you're still down. Yeah, like, you like barbecues. Barbecue. Yeah. But he's like, how do you not know? And it's like, motherfucker, like... I had never done like if I had if I had known that word I would that would have meant I would have known people who had it and I would have done it. Yeah, you know exactly. I but hadn't until those weirdos. I don't think that's a, a real name for it. I don't I think, think that's it is his name. I think he's trolling. Oh yeah, it know? might be that too. So, but here are some of the street names for DMT, which I also didn't know. Yeah, because I don't. I, my drug people that I know are fucking crackheads. You know, eh, so that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, do you ever did you ever know any street name for DMT? No. Neither did I. It was always nope. called DMT. Well, here are some of them that you might hear. Dimitri. Businessman's Trip. I've the Businessman's Special. Mm. Fantasia. And the 45-Minute Psychosis. Oh. I kind of like that one. <laughs> yeah, I could see how that would be easier to call it that. <laughs> the 45-Minute you know? yeah, Psychosis. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rolls off the tongue. Yeah. 
Um, but so the use of DMT can be traced back hundreds of years, and it's still used in religious practices and rituals, uh, you know, as we mentioned before with ayahuasca. But I recently was doing some research online. That's, that's what people don't understand about this show. They think that me and Harrison just kind of pull out topics from a hat, you know, or we have a manatee, like in South Park, that just gives us, uh, you know, our random topics. Yeah, it's a dugong. That's yeah. what we have. <laughs> it's we a, have a dugong. dugong. That's what we have. Um, but no, I mean, there, there's painstaking research. Mm-hmm. I spend at least 10 minutes of just going on the internet. and uh, But there, this time I was actually... I don't know where it started. I think it started on Reddit and then ended up on some just weird website called mm. hpfromtj.com. And it's about this DMT cult from the Netherlands called Terra Jewel. Jewel. I don't even know how to say it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're from the Netherlands mm. and they produce their own version of DMT that they call the Holy Powder. Oh, yeah. You got to check this out, people. We're going to be talking about it. But also... Um, they also actually sell the holy powder on their site. Like you can buy it for $50 a gram, which mm-hmm. I don't know if that's cheap for DMT. I'm not sure how much it costs. Well, value is, is, is uh, relative to availability. Yeah. And availability is low. So. But you definitely have to check this out because <clears throat> it's bizarre. It's uh, hpfromtj.com. I don't know if you can pull up the site. Uh, but it's this DMT cult. And so if you go to the first page of it, they talk about what life is and how the holy powder can help you achieve your goals. So this is great. This is from, and their website looks like something out of GeoCities. Yeah, like the early rough, days of the internet. Pretty rough business. They say, in life we have learned to become happy or to feel happy the wrong way. Most people on earth have few goals in life. Thanks. They you know, want to go to school, get a job, mm. possess materials, have children, become a grandfather or grandmother, um, have hobbies. I love possessing materials. That's what, that's what mm. most humans aspire to yeah. do. But by achieving these goals, mm. you don't actually maintain true happiness. Right. This is because we do not live to have these goals. Mm. Our body and soul are not satisfied in achieving earthly goals. Don't worry. We have the holy powder that can help you know your real goals in life. Yes. That's great. It's like, fuck your grandchildren. Go smoke DMT. Because mm. mm. that, that will help you get your real goals. Yeah. And so this... Uh, this is actually, Terra Jewel is a religion. Because if they weren't, then they wouldn't be allowed to use the holy powder. And I think that's how they get around the drug laws. Is because it's a religion and this is part of the religion. So they say that we have our own religion. And Terra, which is Earth, is our Bible. Uh, we learn, I, I don't, the English on this site is pretty weird. Maybe because they're from the Netherlands. But yeah. we learn others a way of living life. Like we teach others a way of living life. Those who want to think and live like that can follow this lifestyle. It's been developed with the help of our holy powder, the mm. HP. Because of holy powder, we've been able to learn how to be one HP with our body. Stand for? I'm sorry. What holy powder. Oh, okay. HP. I'm sorry, I'm daft. All right. <laughs> what, did you think it was Hewlett Packard? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's a code word because they smoke DMT. Oh. That's why their printers suck. So that's when, oh, when you were inviting me to the Hewlett Packard barbecue. Yep. Oh, exactly. my God. If oh, you ever wow. open up one of the Hewlett Packard mm. printers, it's just a bunch of these clockwork elves. Okay. Just like writing, you know, <laughs> they're the paper quickly jam. typing your message. Yeah, mm. they cause the paper two. jams. Yeah. So they say they've created a lifestyle where people can learn how to be one with their body, soul, and spirit by using the holy powder. Hmm. Yeah. 
And so uh, it kind of reminds me of the human design system. Remember yes. we were talking about that a few months ago? Right. Um, where people aspire to be the seventh evolution human, the homo superior. Mm -hmm. And they claim that you can actually, in the HP world, mm. you can use the substance to become a part of the seventh evolution. Mm. And so uh, this group of people, you know, met each other, started talking about the uh, life and talking about afterlife. And next thing you know, they're like, let's smoke some DMT and become, become more evolved. Mm. And that's how it happens. So they have on their site, they have a list of rules. If you want to be, if you want to join the cult, you want to be part of the Terra Jewel and become part of the seventh evolution of humankind, mm. you got to follow these rules. And there's a lot of rules. Is that Charmander or Charizard? I forget. Mm, I think mm. it's, uh, yeah, I think it's Charizard. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the main thing here is meditation. They are all about meditation. You got to practice meditation every day in the full lotus position. Children from three years old have to meditate for three minutes, three times a day. And then it just goes up mm. from there. Like when you're seven, you got to do it for seven minutes. By the time you're 17, you're doing it 15 minutes a day, every 15 if minutes. If you don't do it that often when you're three, you get a Zen beating. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Zen whooping. Uh, you got to treat nature mm. as you would treat a loved one. Mm. Yep. You live with nature, not from nature. Uh, when you sleep, you're own, uh, you have to prepare. You got to meditate before you go to sleep. Uh, only natural light is allowed after sunset, like candles. You're not allowed to actually put on like uh, you know fluorescent light. Uh, the surface that you sleep on can only be five centimeters thick. So no pillow top mattresses, no water beds. It's got to be five centimeters thick. That's what you're sleeping on. That's just. I mean, that's just racking up a later chiropractor bill. Exactly. You know? But maybe like, it doesn't matter. There's a reason we were not in prison, you know, so we can have beds. Yeah, but maybe oh if God. you're a seventh evolution human, you don't have a spinal column anymore. Oh. You know? You're just a spiritual being. I see. Uh, nutrition. I can mm. get down with this part. It's forbidden mm. to consume something that was killed with the intent of being consumed. Mm. So, yeah, you're supposed to only consume vegetables, fruits, and nuts. I'm down with that part. Mm. Um, you can only consume fluid if it's not harmful to your body. Mm-hmm. Is Jameson harmful? Yes. Damn it. I, I hope, All right, I'm yeah. done. I'm I mean, out. Is, he, was, is this the Eartharian or whatever the fuck They're that Eartharians. means? They're Eartharians. They only they eat are. dirt, right? Isn't that what well, that means? Okay. It says you can eat raw food unless you're an Eartharian. I'm not okay. quite sure what an Eartharian is. Hmm. Do you know what that is? No idea. I just picture like a very smelly dirt hippie. Farmers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. A dirty hippie. Dirt farmers. Um, this is kind of weird too. And this is very, this kind of makes the whole thing seem more like a cult. A love connection between you and your partner and Tara Jewel means love for the rest of your life. And it can only take place from the age of 19. Mm. And before the age of 19, you have to preserve your virginity for that partner. Mm. And once you meet this partner through meditation, that's your partner for the rest of your life. Mm. So it's kind of like a lifetime commitment here. Where you meet them at age 19? At 19, you meet them through meditation. Oh, you meet them like in the spirit realm. I guess. And you'll know for sure they're your partner if you both like meet in the realm of meditation. In the meditative world. In the astral plane. The astral plane, you will. exactly. All right. um, there's some Pink Floyd playing in the background. 
Actually, there isn't because you're not allowed to listen to music. No, I'll get not? to that in a second. Oh. It's forbidden to have sexual intercourse and have children before the commitment has taken place. So before you've met your life partner, you can't do anything. Uh, but that makes sense, though, because you, they only use products for healthcare and cleaning. You can only use products with natural ingredients. So you can't use shampoo, conditioners, creams, Vaseline, makeup, tampons. And no fluoride. No fluoride toothpaste. Yeah. That's right. You can't bother nature in any way. So Mm. I imagine these people must smell terrible. You're also not allowed to shower with hot water. So right there, no Jameson, no hot showers. You got to shower with cold water. Oh my. Because cold water gives you the best resistance. It makes you stronger against the cold. Okay. So it makes you stronger. Sure. Um, this uh, I'm not surprised about this here. Uh, education. Children have to follow education from their parents or family members. No public schools. No fo- no schools affiliated with the government. Hmm. I'm not not surprised about that. They usually tend to do that. Um, Wait, but, so you could only go to like weird alternative schools, like I went to, or homeschools, or homeschools. Yeah, it's homeschools. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or. Uh, just learning through watching, um, you know, a DVD box set of news radio or something. Davy and Goliath. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, they have a lot of rules with pregnancy, childbirth, and children. Hmm. Like, listen to this. It's forbidden to take supplements when you're pregnant. You have to give birth in the natural way unless your life hmm. is, is in danger. No vaccines, obviously. Hmm. You know, you could tell they're anti-vaxxers. Um, babies are born in the water. You have to you have to give birth in the water, and you have to give birth standing up. You just stand up and just let it drop into the water, <clears throat> like the like the Vikings of old. <laughs> Fairy tales completely forbidden. From an early age, children are filled with information about things that do not exist. Oh, uh, this is taught to children because it's fun, uh, but they have nothing to do with it later. The brain has a certain amount of capacity, and we don't want to fill it. We want to fill it with useful things. So no fairy tales. Well, useful things like what? Like, what well, is useful to these people? Well, no Birds of Prey movies. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's useful to these people. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, God. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, sexistic toys and related materials are forbidden. Mm-hmm. So no Disney toys, Barbies, My Little Pony, uh, no pirates. Uh, not only uh, the colors of blue and pink have to be avoided. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that uh, Barbies give girls a bad self-image and uh, violent toys mm. are also forbidden. Um, electronic so what is toys left after, the, after those things are gone? I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I'm all for the gender neutral, uh, you know, toys and clothes of, of kids nowadays. Um, but, but my yeah, God, what, what else do you play with? A stick? Yeah, like, I, guess, I don't like no, earth toys, violent, dirt. You know? Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, no electronic toys, no Internet mm. No plastic toys. And this is a weird one. You're not allowed to cut the umbilical cord after birth. So you're, the placenta is full of good substances like nutrients. Uh, so you got to just leave it till it falls off. Hmm. It's called the lotus delivery, apparently. When, <laughs> it takes, it takes a few days. The golden lotus. So maybe that's a um, toy you're allowed to play with. Is the umbilical cord? Yeah, I mean, you're going to be dragging it around. <laughs> well, you just whip it around in a circle. Like, like Indiana Jones. Like, yeah, like you're doing a little soft shoe or something. I don't know. You know? Does the thing just eventually fall off? It's like a tail. Yeah, like I think a front like, at, tail. like at second puberty, like when you're like 28, oh, it God. falls off. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I wonder if it becomes prehensile and you could just grab stuff. Right, yeah. Grab the DMT <laughs> pipe. <laughs> um, here's some remaining mm. rules here. Uh, it's forbidden to steal. It's forbidden to have negative emotions. Wow, that's like my life. God, I'd be done. Uh, yeah. If there's something that makes you feel negative, you have to respond with meditation immediately. Mm. Um, well, the best thing to... Um, <clears throat> prevent bad things is to say that you're forbidden from thinking about them <laughs> you know that's always worked historically uh, you got to help others mm. is you're forbidden to watch from watching television you're forbidden to entertain yourself with mm. modern means so no right. music books radio newspapers social media digital games no screen time no screen time and mm. telephone is still allowed because the distance between family members but this will disappear in the future as they alienate you from your blood relatives. I see. Um, actually, you know, the reason being mm. is in the future, phones are replaced with meditation because right. you can spiritually contact people. I'm actually, that you actually wouldn't be Coco that bad. You just take the Coco Express through the Arizona <laughs> astral plane, right? Don't you think if you started doing that, AT&T would find some way to like bogart your mind? Yes, they would. They would do like, well, no, we got to charge them for this. Yeah. How long are you going to be doing the astral projection thing? <laughs> Um, you're not allowed to sit on elevations such as chairs, benches, or stools. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, no jewelry, piercing, or tattoos. Mm. So I guess I'm also mm. kind of screwed. And uh, you can only buy pets from, uh, from shelters or mm. help animals that live on the street. No pet stores. Okay. So, so no hairless cats. I thought you were going to say, like, you can only buy pets from elves. <laughs> from machine elves, <laughs> That's yeah. That's it. Mm -hmm. So let's get to the good stuff mm -hmm. here. So the, the main thing about this cult that makes them, I guess, slightly more original than other cults is their holy powder. Holy powder. Holy powder. So what is holy powder? Mm. So holy powder is a legal DMT variant created by the true followers of Terra Jewel, the cult. Mm. So yeah, to, um, most of them, I guess, are Eutherian, and they follow the Terra. And through the Terra is how they reach their goals. So HP, holy powder, is a healing powder because they heal people from psychic disease and addictions. So it's like DMT spice or K2. Essentially, is what you're saying. I guess kind. Of, I think it's just straight DMT, yeah. but they just call it. They're rebranding it as the holy. Because as, as far as like legal alternatives go, I can't think of anything that's worked as well as spice or K two. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that was just a what slam about dunk. meow meow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great for you. Oh. Um, their HP, their holy powder, mm. is very clean, and people can also use it for IVs. So you can just hook that shit up right to your veins. Now you're speaking my language. You can buddy. mainline this. Mm. I wonder what would happen, what that trip would be like. <laughs> Could you imagine mainlining DMT? Oh, I don't know. They get their... You'd be talking to your own white blood cells, you know? <laughs> you would be a white blood cell. Yeah, it would. Uh, they say we get our mimosa hostiles from one special supplier mm. in the Amazon jungle. That's where they get this from. Uh, probably special from El ingredient. Duende. El yeah. Duende has got the hookup. They do everything to make their holy powder look like glass. It's mm. very white, and it's very beautiful to see. Mm. So there Hello. it is. Who creates the holy powder? Who so wrote it can, the book of love? Who can only, holy powder can only be created by people, true followers of Terra Jewel. 
Um, the HP is always tested before it can be used by other people. Hmm. I imagine that would be a great job for Bob Madigan. It's like, we got some DMT, Bob. Mm. And Bob would be like, all right, let me try it. It's like Otto from The yeah. Simpsons. I mean, I, you know, it's just like they got to have one guy that's just the mm. DMT tester. <laughs> His right. brain's just fried. Um, everyone will get extreme respect for nature after using the holy powder. All right. So, uh, yeah, right after you use it, it's when uh, you start right. putting patchouli on you. Diet. Cover yourself you in dirt. Mm-hmm. So they ask here... Um, how do you ship the holy powder? Because you buy it from them. Like right. you can buy this. I'm going to give you the URL in a second yeah, here, I need that. where you can buy it from their site. Uh, they say that their stealth is great. They ship their packages very discreetly. Good. They know for sure that the border cannot seize holy powder because they, they you know, the country's considered against the law because they're sharing a legal sacrament of Terra Jewel. It's not illegal if it's used for religious purposes. That's so they include, they include a letter inside That's... for when it's open that says they can read and they see it's a sacrament from a religion. Terra Jewel's a real religion and you can't control you know, the substances that they use. That's like the legal... That's like the legal equivalent of the people who like post on Facebook like you can't take any of my information but you know those posts oh, where yeah, people do yeah. that like, like by if, the way by all they my information was saying you that. can't take it <laughs> and by like, saying that means you can't take yeah, it yeah yeah way to go Perry Mason you fucking moron <laughs> Jesus um, they say that with the in the letter they specify that you can make candles from the powder and so it's against the law for them to seize any items like this unless you're Russian in Russia they can take it right Unless you're dealing with customs and they could pretty much do whatever they want. Oh, wait, we are. <laughs> um, mm. So here's someone's, these are another, another question to them. What happens when I use the holy powder? Mm. So when you first use the holy powder, you're healed immediately from addiction, mental problems, <laughs> and sometimes even from disease. Okay. Mm. Yeah, like a faith healer. Uh, you'll have awesome conversations and information when you're ready for your first, quote, training. Yeah. After that, there will be time where you'll learn how to speak and react with the entities. Mm. When you're ready, they will tell you, you don't need the holy powder anymore. Then you, you visit You mean the, it was inside me all along? You visit the entities with meditation. Wow. And you meditate a lot. And you learn that you're in full contact with your body and soul. You don't even need holy powder anymore. No shit. Yeah, it's all about the meditation. Hmm. Your body will be stronger. You'll stop sitting on chairs. (laughs) You don't need chairs anymore. Yeah. Um, There will be times... We're just going to sit on those big rubber balls. Is that what we're going to do? I think they have bean bags. Oh, bean bags. Those are cool. All right. Um, Remember, there will be times when you'll be scared to smoke the HP. Please do not give up. Mm. They need you if they started to train you. Who needs me? <laughs> the entities. Oh, okay. okay, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, they, this guy, the, whoever's writing this said that DMT will become your path. Not just some DMT, but DMT that's made with love and respect. Wow. And it contains energy to make bright and formative trips. This DMT that they sell, their holy powder, will let you guaranteed 100% that you will see that uh, you will you will see what you need to see, hmm. and you will self you will fulfill your own self transformation. So uh, 
yeah, you'll respect DMT in the DMT mm. world. Um, why is it so cheap? And the main reason they sell mm. it for $50 a gram, which I guess is pretty cheap, is uh, they don't think about money. We think about finding the correct people that need the DMT. Mm. Yeah. Mm. There's no better mm. reward than getting an inner happiness, and they help with the process. Okay. So that's why they offer, uh, they offer this at a reduced price. Mm. So it says here that... Uh, they they make uh they make holy powder on a weekly basis. Um, you have to order at least what at least a gram. They can it takes a little while. So uh, within Europe, five days. In America, nine days to get your order. Okay. Max is twenty one days. Hmm. So you can buy it online at hpfromtj.com slash order your HP here. Um, but if you just go to hpfromtj.com, you'll see the order your HP here um, link. Hmm. And so when you go to their website, you'll see that it's actually pretty cheap. You get an order form and they ask for an email. But if you don't want to use your real email address, you can actually use like an anonymizer like Tor hmm. and access your site. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't be using my, I would not be ordering using my home IP for this. I'd probably well, just you get, gotta it. get it. It's in your fucking address though. Well, that's that's what I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wonder if you could send it to uh, PO Box. Are you gonna do it? Are you gonna order some? You a PO Box is registered to you, okay? I guess. Yeah. Hmm. You gotta like if, if it's something you have to sign for, fucking forget about it. I don't know if you have to sign for it. Cause then, cause if it's you have to sign a lot of international packages, you do not all of them, but a lot of them. They say yeah. you can be a hundred percent anonymous if you use a VPN. Because these people sound crazy. Like they message. sound like on the customs form. They'll be like, this is sacrament. Uh, <laughs> well, that's what they you know, say. I mean, that's But why... that's not a, a thing. <laughs> like, you can't, you know what I mean? I mean, hell, even the, the Native Americans are not really even allowed to do peyote. It, like, it's not, it doesn't work like that here. I don't know what they're thinking. So five grams mm-hmm. of holy powder is 240 euros. So one gram for 50. Hmm. So that's like, what, uh, 60 bucks? I don't really know what that means. $57, not that bad. I don't know how much this costs because, again... I wasn't even allowed to discuss the economics of it with these people. Oh, with the, oh, yeah, the yeah. people that it, it demeans these the entities or something. Their HP is an important instrument in their religion, so nobody can hmm. say it's wrong that we have it. Hmm. So you can you can not have any problems with having our <laughs> HP. It's always better to let your and it's always better to store your HP in a dark, dry place. Right. So I guess uh, that's one thing. But you you know you should email them. They have their email address there, info at tarotjewel.com, hmm. and ask them how, how you could receive it. Do, all right, let's order some from the Sick and Wrong Fund. All right. And then uh, we'll do, do a test. I'll do it. And if it's good, I'll try it. Well, <laughs> you I'll, just at first. Hold on. I get I to see what the, what the method of delivery is. Yeah, yeah. Right? I think we should email them and find yeah. out. I'd be interested to just see. Just send if, it to uh, my work. <laughs> Real I wonder smart they would like sign that. for it though, wouldn't they? Probably. I don't, I don't know how things work. I don't know. I wonder what the envelope. If it's just this nondescript envelope, mm. I mean, with just like a bag of DMT inside mm. of it. <laughs> Holy DMT. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. If, I don't, well, I mean, I just don't think it works like that. I don't think you can be like, oh, it's a sacrament. So no, it does. It absolutely yeah. doesn't. I could say that for a fact. However, I don't know if uh, dogs are actually trained to. Probably not to smell this Recognize stuff. Recognize that. So, I see we. I see you do it, and then we can do a follow up. Of course, you say I do. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
you know <laughs> my god you know i bet mm. you there's gonna be a fearless listener that will try it out though mm-hmm. probably sure yeah Absolutely. anyway well there's a cult meow that, there's a cult that uh would sound like might be kind of fun to join. Terra Jewel. Terra Jewel. People, it's episode 726 here at Sick and Wrong. We have some new stories coming up next. A little later in the show, we have some phone calls. But first, here's a word about our Patreon page. Hello, Sick and Wrong patrons. In case you haven't noticed, and judging by the numbers you haven't, Sick and Wrong has their very own Patreon page, where you can find outtakes, extra stories, extra phone calls, and a whole lot more. These guys are putting out at least another hour to a week of additional content. To put it in perspective, here are some things that are more expensive than a $5 a month membership on Patreon. A pack of smokes. A value meal at any drive-thru. One $6 whore. Three $2 whores. A $10 crack rock. A six-pack of beer. A beer at pretty much any club. One movie ticket. Two joints. And two gallons of petrol. Hell, when you break it up, it costs less than 17 cents a day, and that's cheaper than feeding a starving African child. So sign up and help these Jews continue to craft the fine podcast we all enjoy so much today. The first story we have here uh, was actually posted by Kay in the Sick and Wrong Facebook group channel, the Sick Renan Facebook group. Eh. Ah. <laughs> Now we're now we've reduced ourselves to morning show DJs. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what is uh what is uh Nessia Moon the Mummy have to say about traffic this morning? <laughs> People, this is gonna be like this for every show now. Just wanted to let you know. Yeah, for those of you uh, who don't know, it's the mummy. That's that the they mummy. recreated yeah. through 3D printing what a, a, a mummy, what an Egyptian priest would, would have sounded like. And, that's and when he detail. says they, these are professors from what the when university, <laughs> university in, of London, in Lon- yeah, University of London recreated the voice of a mummy yeah. using some kind of like, I don't know, whatever kind of uh, technical equipment they, they, they used. They recreated his larynx or something. Oh, is that what they with did? With the 3D it's, printer, it, This yeah. is what he would sound yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it reminds me of? A speak and spell. Yeah. Or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, well, there you go. The weirdest thing about the speaking spell is it was Texas Instruments, and he still yeah. ha- kind of had a Texas twang to his accent, the little computer man inside there. I think it did. Could like, you? You are correct. You could are you get correct. it to say, I'm trying to think, could, could you get to say nasty things? Like, could you, you get to, say, to swear? Because I kind of remember. really clever kids, I remember. I remember could, getting yeah. it to say fart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and having it spell fart. And right. thinking that was the funniest thing I'd right. ever heard. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the first story here sent in from Kay. Man, forty six, stabbed, skinned, and dismembered wife, twenty five, before throwing her organs down mm. the drain in a gruesome attack that sparked protests in Mexico. Mm. Yeah, this is a uh, particularly gruesome story. My. Not not too much comedy in here, but if you read between the lines, you might be able to see some dark humor. A man from Mexico City has confessed to murdering, skinning, and dismembering his 25-year-old wife and then discarding her remains in a crime that has unleashed outrage amongst authorities and human rights groups. Uh, there's like protesters taken to the streets after there, there were graphic photos of Ingrid Escamilla Vargas 
her carved up body. Like, I mean, stripped of her skin. Like they po- they actually posted these, uh, published these photos on the cover of like a tabloid. Oh my God. Like on the front cover. But, Who would do that? The guy got arrested though. Oh yeah, this guy's oh, no, been away no, no. for a while. But what I don't understand, this appeared on the front page of a local tabloid. Graphic photos of this woman's carved up body stripped down to her skin, That's like stripped crazy. her skin down to her knees. Mm. What editorial director would do that? Oof. I don't yeah. even think TMZ would do that. No. The Daily Mail though, they would for mm. sure. Daily Mail would be like, great. I don't even think Gawker in mm. its libertine heyday would do that. No, I don't think mm. so either. Um, but they would protest it. Yeah. Prosecutors will seek the maximum punishment for uh, Escamilla Vargas's murder. Um, they said that the, uh, the suspect, her husband, had been arrested for a crime that took place at, at an apartment north of the city center uh, over the weekend. Uh, the suspect is the victim's husband, 46-year-old Eric Francisco Robledo. Uh, photos and video have emerged uh, showing the accused killer bare-chested and drenched in blood confessing to the murder. It's a pretty gruesome photo, actually. Mm. But th- yeah, that, that's been going around here. Robledo said that he had ingested drugs before he and his wife got into a heated argument over his drinking. Mm. Um, so he ingested drugs, huh? Mm. You know, probably some of that uncut Mexican bathtub crank. That's right. That's what they have out there. Uh, the suspect then told cops that uh, Ingrid, his uh, wife, uh, said that she wanted to kill him. And so what did he do? He challenged her to stab him, mm. which she proceeded to do three times. All right. I don't think you ever do. I don't ever think it's a good idea to do that. To challenge someone to stab you. Challenge an angry woman that you're in a mm. huge argument. You're, having, you're in a heated argument. And then you're like, here's a knife. Stab me. I dare you. Isn't that what got you stabbed in the dick? I didn't. I didn't challenge her to do it. Oh, you didn't she challenge just, her? I thought no, you dared her. No, she just her. grabbed the knife and started I double dog dare you. Brutalizing me with it. Okay, yeah. all right. So it wasn't yeah. really a challenge. And that was after like just fucking conking the shit out of me with a table leg. So <laughs> A truncheon. Yeah, a truncheon yeah. and a runcible spoon. <laughs> a runcible spoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's never a good idea to challenge someone to stab you. <laughs> no. So she stabbed him three mm. times, and then this guy grabbed the knife from her hands and then plunged it into her throat, killing her. Mm. So it makes me wonder, where did she stab him? Like, you know, she could have gone for like a throat or an Usually eye. Usually you don't go for a throat when you're stabbing. What do you go like, for, like, chest? Like with any weapon, you go for the largest, easiest mass to, to you but know. But do you think if you, if like... You tried to stab mm. someone through the chest. Do you think you'd be able to go through the sternum? I've always wondered that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I wonder. Yeah. Because, I mean, you could stab him in the stomach or something. I just wonder if you'd be able yeah. to penetrate the sternum. What does our friend think about it? It's almost like he's saying meh. Yeah. Like, meh. Yeah. Who cares? Mm. Just go on with the story. Mm. According to his confession, the husband then peeled off the victim's skin from her face down to her knees with the knife. Oh, my God. Removed her intestines, eyes, and other organs, and threw some of the remains down the drain because he said he felt ashamed of committing the crime and wanted to cover it up. Mm. You know, I would never trust the plumbing in this apartment for that. Or any apartment for that matter. I mean, he committed to the bit, that's for sure. Oh, he certainly did. Mm. Yeah, he definitely did that. 
Um, remember that uh, serial killer was his name Dennis Nilsson? I think sure. we talked about him. that. Oh, yeah. That guy got caught by flushing remains down That's the pipes. Right. You can't do that. Yeah, you're gonna get caught. There are also those people who are like, you can't even flush toilet paper, <laughs> and it's like, well, what are we even doing as a society then? Yeah, exactly. Where are you supposed to put your toilet paper yeah, then? Get the fuck out you of here. Know? Um, I wonder how this guy did it. Did he just cut this? Can you do that? Can you cut the skin and just peel it right down in one piece, or do you peel it into like strips? According to the Hellraiser films, yes. You can just get you the whole yeah. You get like a whole mask. I don't know. Isn't that happened in Birds of Prey? Isn't that what that guy was doing? He was peeling off faces. Was he? Yeah. Mm. Uh, Ewan McGregor's character. Right. Um, the Joker did that with his own face once in the comics. Peeled his own face off? Peeled his own face off. Did it grow back? No. Or was he like Red Skull? No, then he like would st- like stapled it on later. <laughs> he thought it was funny or something, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. Know, it's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the guy peeled his... his her skin off. I don't know what he did with it. I don't know if he was wearing it around and doing a little dance to that uh, Goodbye Horses song. Yeah. Not sure what happened. Um, then he uh, tried to flush some remains down the toilet. And then he called his ex-wife and admitted to killing uh, Escamilla Vargas. Which oh. I think at that point, the ex-wife was like, I am so glad I divorced this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, God. Um, officers responded to the couple's apartment and they found... Uh, Escamilla's horrifically mutilated body laying in a room mm. awash with blood. Hmm. A photograph of the victim was then featured on the cover of Pasala, which is a newspaper. Uh, it's a tabloid that splashes gory stories and photographs on its front pages with salacious yeah, headlines. God. Listen to the headline that mm. they chose. So not only did they put her mutilated body mm. corpse on the front page. Is it a pun? Is it a pun? Uh, this is what they okay. said. The headline accompanying the photograph read, it was Cupid's fault. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was all Cupid's fault. Stupid Cupid, always causing couples to <laughs> mutilate each other. God. Well, it's relevant to the holiday, you know. It increases I, I sales by 15% at least. That's a good point. It's mm. how, you know, Valentine's yeah. Day, you know. Mm. Um the Mexico City Prosecutor's Office said on Tuesday it was investigating six civil servants who they determined leaked the images. Mm. I'm sure there was some payola involved there. Um, some social media users reacted to the gory photographs by posting pictures of Escamilla showing her smiling and confident with neatly combed hair. So they were combating it. How many people do you think saw that picture and thought it was like... Remember that weird like kid's show host I think he was a fitness guy or somebody and he had like no slim skin slim good body yes yeah, slim yeah. good body I have one of his I have a record from that guy huh. with that weird maybe he had like a perm yeah did have it well like a like a Richard Simmons kind of thing it was going kind on. of a Richard yeah, yeah. Simmons like sort of thing yeah but he just had no skin. It was what, like, did he have no skin or was his body inside out? It was, his body was inside out. Like okay. you could see his digestive system yeah. and his lungs. So he's like a Harlequin yeah. baby, kind of. Like he was kind of like a Harlequin baby okay. with an afro. Right. Yeah, he was like a Jewish Harlequin baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, the National Women's Institute of Mexico condemned the publication of the photographs and the crime. Mm. Uh, Mexico is facing a tremendous challenge with respect to violence against women. Uh They said an average of 10 women were killed a day in Mexico in 2018. 10 a day. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. That's insane. And women who suffered violence, more than 40% of them were victims of their partners. Mm. So, yeah, something is definitely a serious issue there. Yeah, because that's like, like, it's not like they, they, 
it's not like Mexico also respects like violence against anyone else. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, that's the thing. People beheaded left and right. But I mean, this was a particularly mm. horrific display of uh, you know brutality in a country that's relatively accustomed to violence. Sure, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, there's like you know. Mm like drug cartel guys like rolling people's heads down streets and it's yeah. like but yet this is pretty terrible hmm. so there you go yeah. um yeah the uh, the victim had filed a domestic violence complaint against her husband several months ago but later withdrew it hmm. and so here's here's what happens so yeah what do you have here for the second story that's rough that is rough College student's dad who lived in her dorm accused of sex trafficking is starting her roommates in year-long scheme. Okay. So, there you go. Lawrence Ray showed up to stay at his daughter's Sarah Lawrence College dorm for a while but ended up playing a manipulative and devious role in the lives of her friends for years. I thought you were going to try to rhyme all those words. Like, oh, Lawrence yeah. Day showed it to stay and yeah. then played. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I was like, all right, just don't do that too much because... Yeah, I'm, I'm not the rapping granny over here. You know what I mean? The rapping granny. Yeah. <laughs> Fruity <laughs> nutcake. <laughs> Uh, the father of a former Sarah Lawrence college student, and she even she ain't even a fucking student there no more, uh, is accused of sex trafficking and extorting students at the school in a year-long scheme. Hmm. So, yeah, yeah. So uh, he's sixty years old, and Lawrence Ray. He's facing uh, all sorts of charges: conspiracy to commit extortion, extortion, sex trafficking, obtaining forced labor, money laundering. So, wow, yeah, a whole list of crimes, yeah, he, a litany of crimes. He used sexual and psychological manipulation to control his alleged victims, forcing one into prostitution and others into forced labor at a rural property to work off perceived debts. <laughs> I don't get, I don't understand this guy. His daughter goes off to college. Did he move in with her? Like, did he, did yeah, he, he moved into student housing. <laughs> <laughs> this is like that. Wait. <clears throat> Do you ever see that movie Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield? I was just thinking the same thing. (laughs) Was this guy, did he guy do a triple Lindy? Um, What was the triple Lindy? Remember the dive? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, it's it's totally Back to School. Yeah, this is Back to School. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little more like uh, rape and forced labor, but still. Yeah, there's there's a little. mm. Uh, And the weird thing is, it's like, you know, I actually got, I actually almost went to Sarah Lawrence College. I thought that was like a female college. No, it's seventy percent female. Whoa, yeah. good odds, buddy. Yeah, yeah, bro. No, I I came very close, but then I was like, I want to be in New York City because it's in like Westchester. Where's that? Is that Massachusetts? Or no, it's like Westchester County, like suburban area in New York State, yeah. outside of New York City, like thirty minutes outside of New hmm. York City. And uh, but it's like boring. It's super woke. It's like yeah. super woke. Oh, you know, I mean, there's a lot of it's a lot of lesbians. So it's like, but the odds are still still good. Yeah, yeah. you know, Um, but it's like it's like the college from PCU kind of, you know, it's very like worse um, than like Berkeley. Probably not worse than Berkeley. Yeah. You know, but But I remember that the the acceptance packet they gave me the just had just the coverage just had a quote 
from William uh, from Oscar Wilde that said like um uh what is it? It's like the palace of wisdom the road of excess leads to the palace of wisdom. Which is just like <laughs> Okay. Come on here, get <laughs> fucked up and fuck. Yeah. Just get Let's fucked just, up like, and live just stop to fucking. Here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, so, so this guy's just that like. Might have been actually fun. Yeah. yeah. So this guy's just like, hey, all right, I'm just gonna take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So he's accused of using tactics such as sleep deprivation, sexual humiliation, verbal abuse, physical violence, and threats of criminal action as he isolated the victims from their families and exploited their mental health. Whoa. Yeah. This guy is a cult leader. What is So the... he's like, you know, eighties fucking participation trophy kids are the perfect victims <laughs> for my scheme. What hey. is sexual humiliation? How's that work? Uh I don't know, like um like making fun porn, of their, what is what is like it? Uh, dick size? uh revenge porn or something. Oh, maybe? is that oh yeah, I guess revenge I don't know. porn be I mean that could be a lot of things, you know? I mean, some people pay good money for that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, my God. <laughs> don't you? <laughs> I will one day, yeah. you know? I don't have to do that yet. I don't have yeah. to pay. Um, meow, meow. So authorities say he successfully extorted at least five victims of more than $1 million total. God. Yeah. They're college students. Where do they get this much money? Like from their rich parents. Yeah. I mean, wow. You know, a lot of rich Yeah. A lot of rich kids go to this place, you know, like they're, they're from good, they're from like rich families, but they're like not quite smart enough to go to like an Ivy league school, you know? Yeah. I get, but so. I just don't understand how they went just be like, fuck you, dude. I'm in college. I'll do what I want. Like, why would they, I feel like people are easier to manipulate now hmm. for a number of reasons were. because there's no, remember how like, there's no objective truth anymore. <laughs> Remember oh, when that true. happened? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything's fake so, news. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's nobody has any hope for their future and they take unpaid internships for like 10 years and et cetera, et cetera. And so on and so on. I guess right? that makes sense. Right. Right. There we go. So, uh, during one instance of alleged abuse, uh, he falsely accused a male victim of wrongdoing and then placed a knife to his throat until the male confessed. Wow. Is this guy like a big, like an, uh, uh, you know, an opposing figure? Like, is he a big man? To whose throat? Oh, to, to, to the, the, to the victim. Yeah, okay. yeah. Because Charles Manson used to do shit like that. Like, he'd threaten you with a knife, and then he'd give you the knife and be like, kill me with the knife. <laughs> but ah, he's, like, 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 if he owed you money because, you know, you gave him a bunch of money and he ran off with it, he'd do that shit. But he's like a machine elf. He's like a tiny little man. Whereas <laughs> yeah. this guy, is this guy like an intimidating guy? Like, I can Well, see. He, apparently, like, when he started doing this, he had just gotten out of prison in New Jersey. <laughs> oh, okay, all right, all right. Now this makes a little more sense. So I imagine, like, the... You know mm. the, uh, the 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 effeminate male college mm. student Sarah Lawrence College is probably kind of scared when this like convict pulls a knife on him. Mm. Hmm. Uh, okay. Yes, uh, I'm corrected. It's it's William Blake. A oh, William Blake. I was gonna say I, right, I, all right, I got right. mixed up. The Red My Dragon. Bad. Do you see? <laughs> Do you, Do you see? see? Um. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, on another occasion, he's accused of grabbing another male by the neck and choking him until he was unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's just like in the... 
He's still like he's still living as if he's in like cell block, you know, fifty nine or whatever. You know, prison he's justice. In the dorm. Oh, it's fucking great. Yeah, um, Ray is also accused of coercing a female victim into prostitution after claiming she had tried to poison him and owed him supposed damages. God, yeah. wow. What, what's so his... I think these kids just don't have much like street smarts. Kind of. Yeah, you know, it like, sounds like they're very gullible. Wallet know, inspector. And like... Wallet inspector. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's not the wallet inspector. Um, uh, what, what about his daughter? Is she like, that's my dad. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Samantha. I, I'm imagining Tony Danza yeah. for some reason. <laughs> Angela. I'm going to choke you to death. Um, yeah, Show so, uh, yeah, so, uh, through fear, violence, and coercion, uh, he forced, yeah, forced one into prostitution. She didn't actually owe debts. Um, beginning when she was just a college student, Ray sexually groomed this victim and collected sexually explicit photographs and other personal information, which he then used to coerce her into continued curt commercial sex acts. Ooh, that's a revenge. That's revenge porn. So that's there's a section porn. that's also um, yeah. like a big porn premise. That is a, that is a very premise. yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a very common point. Also, premise. it's guys like this that yeah. make it almost impossible now to get to actually be able to take, take erotic pictures, pho yeah. photography with one's lover. It's a sacred trust. It is a sacred it, trust. But do you remember though, in the '90s, mm. almost every girlfriend I had was just yes. like, "Sure, take a picture." Yeah, yeah. I was, you know, back then it was just like I mean, we didn't even have digital cameras. Word. <laughs> I would go get it. Yeah, yeah, I would go get it processed at like the fucking Walmart. Yeah, you go to CVS and you'd be yeah. like, Ooh. "All right, so wait a minute, guy. Right. All right, hey, come on." But now it's mm. like most girls now. No, you know, most of them are like, "No, that's not cool." Right. Which is good, within good reason, because now you have the internet, and you could just to sure. totally destroy someone's life with it. Yeah. Um, usually, it's like if you could come up with a, like a thing, like like a like a like a mutual assured oh, yeah, destruction yeah. scenario. <laughs> That's the way to do it. That's how you go. Um, <clears throat> she was forced to give her proceeds from the forced prostitution, totaling more than five hundred thousand dollars. What the hell? Wow. Yeah. Now that's a prostitute. Yeah. My, like I don't think Too Short had prostitutes that were that successful. No, I don't think so. My God. God. Yeah. This guy so. knows how to turn out a woman. Yeah. He wow. also relied on a physical abuse turn to, out a hoe. to control the woman. Yeah. Um, yeah. At one point, tying the victim to a chair and putting a plastic bag over her head. God, this guy is just pure evil. Yeah, he's like... Man, what did, they, did they say what he was in prison for? I imagine um, something along these lines. I should, have, I should have actually looked it up on arrest.org. You ever go on that site? No, but... When Anyone just... who gets arrested, it's like there. There's oh, the wow. mugshot, there's the thing. Forever? Uh, it started it at a certain point. Records, it started yeah. at a certain point. Hmm. Um, but it's a good way to like catch up with old friends. Yeah. You know? <laughs> at least for me. Um, yeah, so there's a big article published in New York Magazine on this whole thing. Uh, yeah, so he moved into his daughter's on-campus dorm room in 2010 after being released from prison. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is released from prison and mm. then moves into the dorm. Yeah. How is that acceptable? Like, was the RA like... Well, it's a little weird, but that's fine. I mean, I guess I, I have like we had like dudes move in with us. But you had like yeah. old guys. No, that would move no. in and then start like you know 
making them turning all the 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 coeds into hoes. Mm. Is that is that what happened in your dorm? No, we just had a guy who just uh, he didn't go to classes. He just uh, sat there and smoked weed and played Zelda sixty four all day. Yeah, we so. actually we had a guy mm. that was friends with named Richard mm. that was like he was like I think he was like forty four, mm. and he, we all like I was what how old are you? Was like nineteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we would just he would buy alcohol for everybody. Mm. He lived there? Or... Yeah, he lived oh. in the dorm. Okay. The oh. second half of my freshman year. I don't know how, but mm. I guess they didn't care about it. See, and nowadays, I feel like... I don't know, think they would do that in now. This, in, in the crazy, you know, outrage, cancel culture we live in, you can't do that. Because that would have been a nice, like, midlife crisis thing for, for me to do, maybe, you know? <laughs> Go move Just back in the dorm. in the dorm and be like, hey, <laughs> I'm like Rodney Dangerfield. You can't do that now. You know? Yeah, I don't think you can. Fucking Just doing Jesus. shots of fireball. Yeah. <laughs> with all the co-eds. <laughs> but this guy's like tying them to chairs and putting yeah. like a plastic bag over their head. Oh, yeah. Wow. So um, he regaled the, the students with tales about being a former government agent who had once worked as a CIA operative recovering missiles off the black market and helping to achieve a ceasefire in Kosovo. God, could you could you imagine being the frat boy that's trying to hook up with his daughter and you come yeah, back yeah, to a yeah. dorm room and there's dad on the pullout couch? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, this is hey. weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Samantha, Jonathan, uh, he did all of our cleaning and definitely took on the dad role in the house in a big way, former roommate Juliana said. Mm. <laughs> and no one thought this was odd. Like, nope. did they tell their parents, like, oh, yeah. She's like, he's colorful, you know? <laughs> he often cooks steak dinners, took limo rides around town, and stressed the importance of eating well and working out. God. So he still yeah. had his uh, prison dad bod. His prison dad bod, yeah, yeah. for sure. So. Did he teach them how to make prudo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> prison hooch. Yeah. You know, he sounds like, he sounds like that guy who's like, like dating your girlfriend's grandmother or whatever. Remember <laughs> you went on that cruise with or whatever. Oh, oh wait, I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah. No way. Like, yeah, I stole a truck or whatever. That guy. Yeah. yeah I forgot that guy's yeah. name. Mm. Oh God. Yeah. Mm. No, that guy was in prison. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he was yeah. as violent as this man. Probably though. not as charismatic either. Yeah. So, uh, he, the guy had actually only served in the military for 19 days with the air force. <laughs> But did work at a, as a consultant at one point. Oh, okay. Which probably means he spent some time in the Marshall Islands. Oh, mm. Black Ops. Yeah, in the yeah. Marshall Islands, yeah. probably. Uh, he yeah. claimed to be the co-owner of a popular restaurant and nightclub and often rubbed elbows with top politicians and military officials, including Patrick Kennedy, Mikhail Gorbachev, uh, General Charles Pittman, and New York Police Commissioner Ber Bernie Carrick. And that last part is actually true. He really he did? Used to do, yeah, he used to be buddies with the police commissioner for some weird reason. You know, if this guy mm. was telling, regaling us with these stories, I'd be like, mm. yeah, you live in your fucking daughter's dorm room, okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, let's get a little dose he of reality once here. contracted with the CIA and had a letter on NATO letterhead thanking him for his efforts to ensure good communication and understanding between ourselves and the Russian leadership. <laughs> okay. So... He did some shit. For a time, he served as an FBI informant. 
but was later determined to be unreliable and ended up being indicted by federal prosecutors in 2000 for his involvement in a securities fraud scheme. Oh, that's why he went to prison. Yeah. yeah. So, he was accused of paying a $100,000 bribe to the executive of, of a bond brokerage firm. So, All right. boom. Well, there you go. Um, and he was on probation. White and then that got revoked because of uh, domestic violence. Although the charges were dropped. Man. After his re <clears throat> release from prison, he lived, he moved into the dorm. He began what authorities <laughs> described as therapy sessions with his daughter's male and female roommates. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, under the guise that he wanted to help them with their psychological problems. He then used the sessions to inject his own personal philosophies and hone in on each of the roommate's vulnerabilities. Wow. God. This guy's a... Yeah. Wow. Like, no, this is amazing. Know, I mean, I this mean, guy... Yeah. That's right out the Manson playbook. Like, yeah. yeah. Psychological manipulation. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's just... Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's probably what he did with his... Uh, in the FBI. Mm. So uh, after he gained their trust and uh, confidences... He's like, let's take naked yeah. photos. He subjected the victims to interrogation sessions that typically involve verbal and physical abuse. <laughs> I just also a... known as an extreme haunted house. Yeah, yeah, it does sound like an extreme haunted house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, he often falsely accused the victims of damaging his property, damaging the apartment he had moved into. With many of the victims subsequently or poisoning him or his family members. I, I just don't get this. His apartment, he lives in the dorm room he with his daughter. He apparently also had a, owned an apartment in New Jersey or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, because he had moved into, I guess, they'd go to his apartment. I have no idea. This, is, this whole thing is crazy. Um, when a victim denied an accusation, Ray allegedly used tactics such as sleep deprivation, sexual humiliation, Verbal abuse, physical abuse. He videotaped these confessions and then later used them to extort the victims. <laughs> they must yeah. be really gullible there, I think or so. something, I think or just like so sheltered yeah, that I they just don't know that it's you know that they can be like "fuck you" well, and yes, leave. I mean, I think I think that's it because it's like they're absolutely sheltered because do you remember like I don't know when I was a kid it was like we just ride around town with a well, bike helmets or whatever and now. Right and yeah, now it's no, like no, oh you can't. now it's like a do crime. Anything. So, but do you remember how it it was like? I think oh, it was probably my like maybe freshman year of college. I realized mm. is I realized that like mm. teachers don't really know shit and fuck them and fuck football coaches mm. and gym teachers. Yes, it's just like you don't need to respect these people. Right, but some people never do that, and you respect the authority of your your elders, which apparently is taught in mm. church and in some of these other like shelter mm. communities that you don't realize like i don't think you become cynical yeah to know the difference and well, i think a lot of these people don't have mm. they don't have that they don't can't think critically about this well because it's like when your teachers tell you like oh you can you can become a whatever and then at some point you realize like oh wait a minute you tried to be a whatever and you failed and that's why you're a teacher yeah. So, like, a, what's going on here? I don't think I realized that to like, probably my like, yeah. sophomore no year of high school. No offense to teachers. That's not always no, the case. No, but I mean, it's, but it, you can't do you teach. Know, especially the, the creative writing teachers. Oh, in, yeah. In, you know, middle school. My reason God. why you're not a published author. Yeah. Um, blah, blah, beep, pop, pop. 
Mr. Holland's opus. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy had an opus, let me tell you. Oh. oh he liked oh. his opus. Yeah. So uh, as they struggled to repay him <clears throat> for the supposed offenses, some drained their parents' savings accounts in amounts of hundreds of thousands of dollars, opened lines of credit, or sold off real estate property. So are their parents as daft as they are? Because wouldn't you be like, mm. what's going on? Yeah, yes. <laughs> what do you need this money yeah, for? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. You don't give them access to you. Are you crazy? No, it's insane. Yeah, uh, and, yeah so... The grifter. He forced uh, others to repay him through forced labor at a property in North Carolina owned by one of his relatives. The victims were allegedly forced to install an irrigation system. <laughs> And complete other projects while Ray restricted their access to food and forced them to work in the middle of the night. Oh, so he'd be man. like, hey, come on down in North Carolina with me. And then it'd be like, and then all of a sudden you're in Cool Hand Luke. Yeah. We're, <laughs> and you got to get like two in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, it's insane. Yeah. Um, so for nearly a decade, Lawrence Ray exploited and abused young women and men emotionally. Ten years. Yeah, I don't know how that worked out. Oh my god. But um, college. Oh, this is the the Manhattan U.S. Attorney. College is supposed to be a time of self discovery and newfound <laughs> independence. <clears throat> but as alleged, Lawrence Ray exploited that vulnerable time in his victims' lives through a course of conduct that shocks the conscience. So yeah, so then Ray then laundered the money with the help of several associates through an internet domain business. Damn. Oh, wow, God, My this guy's crafty. God. Crafty. Yeah, so. How'd he get caught? Did finally want someone's, like one of the parents is like, oh. I'm sure that's what I've happened. I lost $300,000. Yeah, I'm sure like one of those parents was like well-connected to the US attorney probably, Man. you know? And, uh, yeah, so sex in the sex Utterly trafficking insane. scheme, uh, while Ray was once a close friend of ex-New York Police Commissioner Bernie Carrick, who I think he got prosecuted at some point. They all um, do. He actually played a role in the prosecution of Bernie Carrick, apparently. That they were friends, and then he, like, and informed them. He flipped on him, Yeah. And Carrick was up for comedy. He said, I haven't spoken to Larry Ray in over 19 years. I only wish that the FBI and the Justice Department realized what a con man he was prior to making him their superstar witness against me. <laughs> they were so adamant in destroying me and my family, they ignored his lies, deceit, and inconsistencies. Hopefully, this indictment will be the end of his reign of terror. On every friend he has con, manipulated, or deceived. And the college students. Yeah. God. So. Wow. That's, uh, there you go, there man. There you go, man. Boom. So with the daughter obviously got kicked out of the college, Boom, shakalaka. Right? <laughs> it doesn't get into that. Or did she leave the college? She might have finished. He might, oh, I, think, I think she oh. finished and he just like. And he stayed there? He had a thriving yeah. business there. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? You know? My God. Wow. Uh -huh. He opened up like a fraternity yeah. or something. Mm. Man. Yeah. I should, that guy should be a motivational speaker mm. yes. because he's quite impressive. Mm. Uh, people, send your stories. Take around podcast at gmail.com. We have some phone calls coming up next. You can call the Around hotline at 323-522-4032. But first, here's a word from Adam and Eve. It's butt plug month on adamandeve.com. 
Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake, and on top of all of that, free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. So we got a few phone calls to get to, 323 is that number. Um, you know, we've been getting a lot of uh, dead baby jokes. I know. And Harrison, as you know, loves oh, dead baby jokes. <laughs> so great. Um, dead baby jokes are completely exiled to Patreon. Mm. I will never play a dead baby joke on the show. Mm. Only on Patreon, except for this dead baby joke that okay. we're going to play next. Right. This one really sort of appealed to me. Really like, you know... And it hit home, and mm. I think uh, the sincerity with relatable. which it was told, it was mm. relatable, okay. uh, very moving as mm. far as dead baby jokes go. So uh, here's an Irish fella with a dead baby a joke. Tour de force. Yep. You're right, see, that's a long time this time from Ireland. I haven't spoken or called. The fuck? I barely hear this motherfucker. I know, it's got a, it's a lot of background noise. Jesus Christ. Ireland. How can you say it like that? Ireland. Ireland. Welcome to Ireland. Welcome to Ireland. Welcome to Ireland. Yep. I come from the land of the Irish Spring. <laughs> Dublin's the place where I learn my thing. <laughs> I hope that I hate at this point to resort to magic, but I haven't been laid in so long. It's tragic. Do you ever see that? <laughs> the leprechaun in the, the hood. That he does. That's yeah. a great. That, you know, yeah. We should almost do that as a sicker of song of the week <laughs> one of these days. Yeah. Oh, before, but they didn't write an email. Good show years ago. Bunch of bastards didn't even reply. Bunch of bastards didn't even reply. I know if you noticed, but because you probably didn't hear it, but he mm. said, "Hi, D and Lance." So I don't think this guy even knows that Lance left the show like four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, news—it yeah. takes a while for news to get to Ireland. Yeah, it takes. You know? Yeah, it's like it's like uh, you know, light from the sun. Yeah, takes, it, it takes a, a while to reach yeah. us or whatever. I forgive you for that. I was listening the other day, and the girl was saying about the dead baby jokes. The girl was saying about the, the dead, dead baby, baby jokes. jokes. All right, I'm just going to repeat what he says, because I can't yeah, fucking no one hear, can hear it. this motherfucker. All right. I, I find dead baby jokes quite funny. I find dead baby jokes quite, quite funny. funny. But the bastard didn't even tell or tailored baby joke, no. So I thought I'd tell my own. The bastards didn't even tell the good baby jokes, so I thought I'd tell me own. Literally, my own dead baby joke. <laughs> this is where it gets this good. This is going to go, this is going to take a turn. <laughs> Literally. Literally, be like, uh, his own dead baby joke. Is this going to be like in the tradition of Jonathan Swift's A Modest Proposal? It's, I would All say it's the dead babies in Ireland, we're going to eat them. <laughs> Fuck potatoes, we're going to eat the dead babies. Yeah, so this is mm. an actual real dead baby joke. Mm. All right. A good while ago, my girlfriend and I decided to be wise to start a family and move away from Ireland because it's shite. <laughs> what is this 1892 was this a, wasn't this the plot of far and away yeah what <laughs> yeah Tom and Cruise. also back to the future yeah. three i think because ireland shite yeah. so they're gonna start a family we were, we were gonna have a baby and move away from ireland because it's shite 
Where were they going to go? Like move to New York City and mm, yeah. like start a gang. Get a job on the railroad. Boston. Yeah, like get a job at the railroads. <laughs> yeah. We're going to join the Washington Square blood fists. <laughs> but then, yes, but then, halfway through, the bastard decided she didn't want to and decided to go and kill the baby. <laughs> oh, <this is> so, <laughs> it's the best baby joke, dead baby joke I've ever heard. So, hey, as far as humorous abortion <laughs> narratives go, it's definitely up there with, you know, Garrison Keeler. <laughs> Spalding Gray, Home Companion, yeah, yeah. yeah it's very, Dave yeah. Barry, you know? <laughs> oh Dave Barry, oh, for yeah, yeah. sure, yeah, yeah. The no, bastard decided kill the thing. Yeah, it's quite late on term, term wise, so it's like I don't know, 20, 24 weeks, I think. But basically, basically. abortions are legal in Ireland, so. Whoa, 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 24 weeks, that's like <laughs> the right deadline before it's like too late, right? That's like six months. No, well, no, no, he said 24 weeks, right? Yeah. So 24 weeks would be, fucking, I guess that'd be six months. Six months, yeah, yeah. it's like right before you can do it. Because, and, and they only made abortion legal in Ireland like recently, like two years ago or something, right? And because this guy is like, you know, lives four years in the past <laughs> this probably happened like 10 years ago uh, i think this probably right? happened a while ago yeah and the fun mm -hmm. well okay it's not fun no you know what fuck it it's fun all right there's there used to be what, aborting irish babies that's fun oh <laughs> that's grand it's grand it's a grand uh, old time uh, no, no no um there was a fair the ferry right you take it from, uh, I don't even know, Kilkenny or Kurgaborg or I don't know, whatever the yeah. fuck, all the stupid names. Uh, you take it from the, the southeast corner of Ireland and you take it to fucking Wales. And it's like, a, I don't know, it's like a two hour ferry or something. But A, it was great because it was uh, duty free. Oh, okay. Duty, it's the duty free abortion ferry. Oh, because so they got to go to the, wow. yeah, because they got to go to the UK to to get the abortion, right? So you're saying you meet a lot of like uh, you meet a lot of chicks, loose women, yeah, nice, and then a lot of like weird grandmas who are just going to get like huge fucking cartons of smokes and and cases of fucking you know beer. God, I would just ride that back and forth. And then you could, yeah. you watch movies. They got big armchairs. You can. I remember How long I watched, is the ride? I watched Jerry Maguire. It's like a few hours. Oh, that's not too bad. It's fucking a blast. Yeah. It's like wow. the Staten Island Ferry, yeah. but with like movies and booze, and it's it's everything you wanted it to be. Wow. And I don't know All if right. it applies anymore because of um, changes that have happened in Man. the world since then. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But my God, what Jeez. a time. She went across the Fun times. So she came back, and we had a huge Roy, Roy, and then she decided to get what the fuck did he say? <laughs> this is funny because, okay. so you ever hear English people say they have a row? Yeah. Like we had a row, like yeah. we had a falling out. Yeah. An R-O-W. Yeah. He's pronouncing it Roy. We had a Roy. But we Roy would pronounce it Ro. Rogers. 
Because mm. like you, an American sees that word, they're like, oh, mm. they had a row. Mm. But it's like, really, it's a row. Mm. But he's saying it, it's a Roy. Okay. So who did he have a Roy with? I'm sorry. He had a Roy with the uh, his bastard ex-wife. The mother of his, of his bastard baby. The baby killer. Mm. Killer chef. It wasn't a great time in my life, but shit happened. This is the first Irish. <laughs> wasn't a great time. It was, wasn't a great time. Shit happens. Uh, we we do have. We haven't had an Irish caller in a long time. It's been a little while. Because there yeah. are some Irish listeners. None of them seem to like me very much. And none of the Irish listeners. I thought they liked you. I don't think I. I remember hearing. I, I can't remember hearing ever hearing an Irish call that didn't. Yeah, I, I remember mm. when. Uh, well, this is bef- no. You were mm. doing this show then, I think. Mm. When I went to get uh, my front torso tattooed, I mm. went and kind of did like a mini tour. Went to Dublin. Mm. I hung out with uh, Melissa, right. and her brother, and a few other Irish fans. Mm. We do definitely do have Irish fans, right? But it's been a while. Yeah, mm. but we have more Scottish fans than Irish fans. Oh, definitely. And the Scottish fan, the Scots love you. Yes, they do. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know what it so is. The limeys, I don't know what it is about me. Too. I yeah. don't know. Maybe, mm. maybe one too many uh, shitty like Irish impersonations. Or something. That, that might be. That yeah. might, they that don't might appreciate do the know. leprechaun rap. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> mm. The Irish are lovely people. It, it, I had, it, I had unless, a blast in Dublin. The, it, unless they like leave to, to like settle in another place. Actually, the Scot- it's the same as it could be said about the Scottish. Like, they- in their home country, they're great. But if they come, like, for example, let's say, oh, I don't know, America and Australia, right? So wait, as soon if the as Scottish they- people come here, they turn into assholes or something? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Do they? I guess I don't well, really I, said. You know, I don't I know. I know too many the- Scottish people. Well, actually, I don't know a lot of the Scottish. But because, you know, M- Mick you know. Who? McDougal. Of McDougal. Johnny <laughs> McDougal. Right down the street, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, like, let's look at Australia as an example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Australia let's look at example. fucking, I don't know, Boston, right? Yeah, yeah, Boston. Yeah. God, I mean, it's a city God. of assholes. Yeah, yeah. Are they, what are they? I don't know what it is about, like, what traveling with... over an ocean. Yeah, and, and like. Generation, it's something happens. God, I don't know what it yeah. is. Jesus My Christ. God. Now, Boston's just a city of dicks. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. But uh, to our Irish listeners, if you... There's like some weird program where you can just like go to Boston if you're Irish and just like, I don't know, work at Logan Airport, like, uh, you know, throwing baggage around or some shit. But it's like you just fuck your way through the whole city. I've known some Irish dudes that do Irish that. Irish guys just get Because if, you, if you're like an actual Irish person and you go to Boston, oh you're God. a fucking god. You're basically a god. American and girls. So you yeah. you work at Logan Airport in the day, you bartend at some fucking stupid Irish pub at night, and you just fuck the entire town of Boston. God, those guys probably yeah, slay. Yeah. So, English guys do really well here, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's a different, it's a whole yeah, it's, different it's definitely game. different vibe. But, yeah. but in their country, like mm. Dublin, mm-hmm. I had a great time. It was a fun city. Mm. All right. Galway, that's fucking. I haven't ooh, been there. Ooh, it's fun. But anyway, I was telling my co-workers about this about ten years after. And we always were talking about uh, pretty rough stuff. Anyway, they were saying, and I said, "Oh, about my daughter," and they're like, "But you don't have a daughter." And I was like, "Well, I do, because 
Uh, I used to have one, but my girlfriend killed it. <laughs> I just love this. This is Irish water cooler conversation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let's just talk about well, my, <laughs> my girlfriend took the abortion ferry over to the UK and popped that fetus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. It's like, you want some more Jameson? Yeah. It's like, Jesus, dude. <laughs> You don't have a daughter. Oh, I used to have a daughter, but my girlfriend killed it. <laughs> like, how often at your work do you talk about abortions? <laughs> Never. Oh. It's just not a. It's not a subject that ever Believe comes me, up. I would if I could. Yeah. You know, but uh, oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> mm. She killed it. Mm. <laughs> and then we're like, remember that mission you have to do in The Witcher Three, where you have to like fucking fight this like abortion ghoul no I've never it's like that i don't know this fucking fat asshole like fucked his sister and then they had an abortion and then is it, that in it, the it show comes, yeah it's in the I show remember in the too, show i remember it's, it's, seeing it's that yeah quest in the game wow yeah god you gotta fight the abortion yeah this guy have to do that well we're gonna see <laughs> we <all> say, <laughs> we're gonna really. see mm. all right that's that's not very nice that's, that's a bit awkward and we got talking a bit more and then Saying, uh, what's the worst joke you've ever had, and is there a line that you cross? And I said, No, I've never reached that line of a joke that would offend me. So, anyway, the person said, How did you know it was a daughter? My other co worker, without hesitation or anything, just poked up and said, He fingered her. <laughs> I'm not even sure I understand that. I don't know either, but it's one yeah. of the funniest dead baby punchlines okay, right. I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, she just knocked over my camera. Oh my god! Oh, we fingered her. <laughs> you gotta fix that. Mm. Good God! <laughs> that was so good. Mm. I knocked over the camera. Fucking good Jesus, Lord, man. Yeah, now that's right. now that is some A-list dead baby jokes going on there. Wow. Is that it? Is Wait, that the end? A little... Oh. Anyway, it's my dead baby joke about my own dead baby. <laughs> Keep it sick. Keep it strong. That's my dead baby joke about my own dead baby. It's my dead baby joke mm. about my own dead baby. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how many people picked up on this, but yeah. that's Liam Neeson. If you laugh at me joke, that'll be the end know. of it. But if you don't. I'll hunt you down. I'll find you and I'll kill you. I'll I do had, this for a living. I had no I'll finger idea. dead babies for a living. <laughs> I had no idea he was into fingering dead babies. Good. But God. Liam Neeson, that's a pastime mm. for him. So there you go. That's amazing. Well, thank mm. you there, Irish guy. Mm. Um, that's probably the best dead baby joke I've ever heard. Mm -hmm. His own real mm. dead baby joke. <laughs> so I'll play a real dead baby joke on the show, but the other ones, they're mm. going to Patreon. Mm. All right, next call we have here. Pearl called in with some news. Mm. Did she did she make the the jump over to Burger King? <laughs> she on the, the drifter Bell. circuit. <laughs> She's at Little Caesars now. Mm. Hey there, daddies. It's Pearl. I got a couple pieces of news to share with you. I'll do the easy one first. I went bra shopping today, and I am now a size forty triple D. So, <laughs> what? Yeah. Size 40 triple D. I didn't think she was triple D. I, God, that's massive. Yeah, 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 yeah. She has some 
massive titties. Yeah, yeah. You have crazy titties, yep. Pearl. The Those are that's huge. Biggins. God. Yeah. Wow. What the, kind of? I mean, you got to wear a huge bra for that. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Boulder holders. <laughs> I don't know what relevant how that information is relevant to you, but I'm I'm just very relevant. Just an interesting fun fact is that I got giant knockers. Anyway, <laughs> the second piece of information is my old high school that my sister uh, still currently goes to almost made national headlines today, or they just might. I'm not sure. So a kid got chased through the school because he had a gun in his waistband on school campus. He, the, the police are like you didn't intend to use it, but the fact that he had it is sketch enough. I think I read that story, actually. Wait, the mm -hmm. guy had it in his waistband? Yeah. Why would you do that? I don't know. I mean, I've never understood that mm. either, just because mm. a gun could... I mean, you always hear about like toddlers picking mm. a gun and going off, mm. or a dog picking a gun and shooting the owner. What if it shot your dick off? <laughs> I mean, your life is done. Yeah. Like you're, you blow off your junk, your well, you life get is like done. A, I mean, look, if you need to bring a gun, you get what? You get got to wait for a holster to show up on Amazon Prime? <laughs> well, I don't know. You know? Get your like FBI mm. one or something. Yeah. I, I just don't understand yeah. how, why these guys would put it in mm. like the waistband of their sweatpants, you know? Mm. Whatever. Ba They're the jeggings. Ba the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're jeggings, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And so it's just like, yeah, so if the cops had pulled a gun on him, more than likely it would have been the dum dum the dumb kid thing and pulled a gun on the cops and suddenly we've got a school shooting situation. Anyway. And then it's like, Jeremy Spooking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy wore jeggings. Mm -hmm. The high school was on lockdown and my sister was... Uh, uh, I didn't have her phone on her because they take they take phones away at the beginning of classes, so she wasn't even able to tell my mom what was going on. That's what they do now. They take your phones away? You're yeah, not yeah. allowed to have your phones in the class? Mm -hmm. What? Yeah. Every class, you're not Every allowed class. to. class. God. I guess you could cheat with it. Yeah, because nobody would learn it. You'd just be, you like, just be on Facebook Motherfuckers on time. TikTok all yeah. day. <laughs> you know, that's what's going on. Yeah, you wouldn't be uh, yeah. learning anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah until after the fact, like, my mom found out it happened on a Facebook messaging group. Like, that's how she found out that my sister was in lockdown because there was a gun on her campus. Do they put it in, like, a yonder bag? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, how, how yeah. do they get your, how do, I mean, or did they, she put all the all phones in, in a box. basket? Really? Like all, that's how they know. do it? I don't know. I don't God, know. Yeah. Terrible. Hmm. The yonder bags would be a good idea, though, because then you can give it back to them. Yeah, and, and you just open it up yeah, and yeah, yeah. yonder so, bag. That shit's expensive. Though. I hate those yonder bags. Yeah, pretty annoying. Uh. Mm. And, yeah, that's the two pieces of news. More than likely, if you if it's like it becomes a bigger thing, I guess the news will reach more people than just our little local community, but that was like... That was interesting to hear about, you know, sitting there eating my fucking chicken teriyaki, and I hear, hey, there was a gun in your sister's school today. Great, that's what I needed. <laughs> anyway, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Hmm. I think the bigger news is your huge knockers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's <laughs> 40 double D. She's triple well, D. Triple D, D. yeah, yeah, Please. yeah. God. Yeah. Some big titties. Mm -hmm. Huge titties. Um, next call we have here. Mm -hmm. Is uh, Epic Farter called him? But so last time we heard from Epic Farter, mm. he uh, had a tragic tale of how his wife, right after Christmas or right maybe during Christmas, was like, "I want a divorce and I'm taking the kids." Oh yeah, mm. you know. And then he told mm -mm. us about that, and it was tragic. Mm. 
Um, and so here he called in with an update about what's going on with his life. Okay. Ah, uh, D and Harrison. Epic Farter here. Just thought I'd give you a ring, uh, an Epic Farter update. Um, obviously you uh, read out my thing about the misses and splitting up and all that shit. Um, and yeah, just give you a bit of an update really. Things are looking a bit up. Um, it's all pretty amicable between me and her. I'm getting to see the kids. Uh, and I've managed to land myself a studio apartment above the local pub where I grew up. So like <laughs> well, so he left the mm, home mm. that he had with his wife and his kids. Now he lives in a studio apartment <laughs> right above the local pub that he grew up in. What is even the point of like life? You know, like, oh my God. God, not to, not to mm. mention another Simpsons reference, but mm. do you remember when Millhouse, Millhouse's parents got divorced? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. Millhouse's dad moved into this like retirement or this divorcee community. Yeah, yeah. And Homer went and visited him. He's just like, Here's my bed. I sleep in a race, race car, car bed. <laughs> He's like, Do you sleep in a race car bed, Homer? And Homer's like, No, I sleep in a bed with my wife. A big bed with my wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Epic Farter's like, mm. I live right above mm. the pub. <laughs> Can I borrow a feeling? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can you lend me a jar of love? Uh, wow. All yeah. right. Was it fucking Alan. Uh, it was uh, it's just a Alan, sick... Alan Partridge where it's like, it's like, uh, oh, you're living in your grief hole. And he's like, it's a travel tavern. <laughs> travel it's tavern. It's a travel tavern. Yeah, but this is like a sitcom, mm. like an English sitcom yeah, yeah. waiting to happen. Totally. Mm -hmm. A proper old school English pub, beer and skittles and, and shenanigans. Skittles? Um, it's owned by a... Is that traditional? Like the rainbow candy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so wait, do you get like a pint and a bowl full of Skittles? Yeah. Is that England? <laughs> Is that like an English tradition? Yeah, at the King's Head that. Pub, you get yeah. uh, a bowl of Skittles with every uh, <laughs> with every lager. Taste the rainbow. Mm -hmm. A couple of gays. So is that gay? With a couple of gays? Well, you might have to rewind that part. Okay. Shenanigans. Um, it's owned by a couple of gays. So is that gay? Oh, it's a gay it pub. Wow. No, I think it's just owned by a couple of guys who are gay. Oh, okay. It's not yeah. a gay pub. It's yeah. just owned by a couple of gay guys. All right. Yeah. Is. Um, but they've offered me a studio apartment for 450 quid. Don't know what that is in American money. A month all in. So not only am I living bad. above a pub, I'm living close to my mum because she's got dementia so I can look after her. It's like $700. Or... Yeah, like 700 yeah. bucks. Yeah. But it's a studio. It's pretty... Well, yeah. you couldn't get a $700 studio in LA. You couldn't. Nah, you wouldn't be able to find that here. But this is like well, this Oxfordshire is, yeah, or whatever. Nah, yeah, lives. Yeah. Um, and they've pretty much taken me on board as a challenge to, uh, no, not turn gay but to find a, a, a girl for me. So, yeah, it could be better, to be honest with you. I'm looking pretty good. Work's really good. I'm working my ass off. I'm, I should be making a lot of money this year, uh, getting myself fit. So, yeah, it's not all doom and gloom. I've been checking out the old uh, dating apps. Nice. Got a little bit of action at the weekend. Uh, still lost me wank. Um, and by action, I don't mean I've been shagging anything, but I got a bit of interest from a girl, which is nice. And... 
Wait a second. He said, I still lost my wank. I don't know what that means. But you can't wank anymore? Is that like Stella losing her groove? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Is okay. that what it is? Like, uh, yeah, your chakras hmm. aren't aligned? Yeah. Or can you not wank anymore? Hmm. I don't know. It's like when you... Uh... Oh. <laughs> what, what does it mean? Uh, Skittles is like outside bowling. Oh, it's outside bowling? Yeah. Weird. That's like, what Skittles You are. know, like they used to do in the olden times. Like lawn bowling Lawn or something. bowling, yeah. All right. I guess I kind of like the idea that's of just like... Was, that's what Bowling Green was for I just like a pint of right? lager and a big bowl of a the rainbow of candy. Like instead of, that's what I thought he meant. Like instead <laughs> of peanuts. I too. You got fucking Skittles. I'm like, like I was like, gross. maybe... I mean, but dude... That's I, fucking nasty. Yeah, but wouldn't you think like if someone told you it's an English tradition in Oxfordshire, mm. I'd be like, maybe that's where Skittles came from. I don't mm. know. <laughs> yeah. like, how would you know? <laughs> mm. Okay. Yeah. Bowling. Yeah, generally it's not looking too bad. My sister's gone batshit fucking crazy. Thinks they said, yeah, they said when uh, Christopher Marlowe got stabbed to death in the pub, there were skittles everywhere. <laughs> it was such a tragic scene. <laughs> the bowl of skittles yeah. got knocked over, and just yeah. the rainbow yeah. flew around. Yeah, but I've been stealing money from my mum. Thinks that everybody's taking advantage of my my, my old mum. She's eighty-two. Uh, she's a good laugh. Um, but I'll be glad not to follow her in the toilet in the morning because following your mum after she's had a shit in there every morning is, is not the most pleasant. I'm sorry. <laughs> How did they, I knew this was going to somehow circle back to feces. Somehow, you know, I knew that was going to happen. But wait, so his mother has dementia. The sister is accusing him from stealing from his mom. He said she's good for a laugh. But you don't want to follow her because I guess she just like blows out the bathroom. Is that what old ladies I with dementia so. do? I, yeah, because remember his family is like the clumps. Oh, we right? <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to follow that act, am I right? <laughs> <clears throat> Jesus Christ. God. Good Lord. Mm -hmm. things, but yeah, I thought I'd give you an update. Um, shout out to that girl who wanted to meet me for fishing. Uh, I'm back on the market now, so you know <laughs> she's still out there. If she's still listening and she wanted to meet up for a oh, fishing. Oh, she's ready. She's been session. waiting. Oh yeah, <laughs> she's been waiting all I'm this sure time. Sure, that fishing boat hasn't fucking <laughs> sailed. Yeah, that hasn't yeah, yeah. sailed. She's yeah. still waiting. Still fresh. I'm up for it. But yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks a lot, guys, for your concern and you know your sorries and everything. But uh, you know it goes a long way. You you guys are right across there, but I really appreciate my connection with you. Um, and it's it's nice to be able to talk to you about it. Good therapy. But yeah, onwards and upwards, lads. You take care of yourselves. Love you, bye. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> onwards and upwards there, Epic Farter. It sounds like he's doing okay. Yeah, it sounds like he's... Uh, he's yeah, dude, you know, I mean, I would be kind of stoked living right above the pub. Spin. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm interested to know how... Uh, it's basically it's, just like Kevin Spacey and, uh, what is it, American, American Beauty or whatever? American Beauty, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I'm interested to see how okay. successful you are in the apps in the UK. Yes. yeah. You know, being, like, married and... I think he's around my age, probably. Um, maybe he might be a little younger, but mm -hmm. it's like being married and then all of a sudden, like, mm -hmm. being single and now you're dating again. It's yeah. a different world. Um, I think if you have kids, though, it, it actually ages you like 10 years. Like once you have a child. Oh, you do. Yeah, it's like you do have a lot of It's weird. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, but, you know, onwards and upwards, Epic mm. Fart. It sounds like you're doing all right. Um, next call, actually. And that's one thing that, uh, that I noticed uh, the other day. I posted a picture on Facebook of me with uh, the cat on my shoulder. Mm. And then Epic Farter posted a picture of him with, like, his... Uh, Mom on his shoulder? <laughs> yeah, she mm. was naked, hairless. Um, mm. No, he had, like, a, a... It looked like a hairless cat in uh. his lap or something. It was like, ah, oh, the landlord's cat. And then a, a couple people commented, like, you know, big ups to you, Epic Farter. We're supporting you. You know, like, I hope you're doing all right. That's the thing. We have, like, a sick and wrong community. Mm. You notice this on Discord. Like, everybody yeah. kind of, like, you know, likes to... You oh, know, I thought support each other. I thought you were leading somewhere. We were with that. Like you thought it was an animal, but then people were like, "Good for you!" Like it's his new girlfriend or something. <laughs> no, it, it really oh, okay. is an all right, animal. All right. Yeah. All right. He's dating <laughs> but, Jenny Greenteeth <laughs> from the bog now. No, but anyway, yeah. all right. well, I was about to say I'm mm. leading into the next call. Okay. This guy calls in with support right. specifically for Epic Farter. Okay. <laughs> dating Rawhead Rex. Yeah. All right. All right. Hey, Dean Harrison. Mm. This is a long-time listener, and uh, I just uh, I, I wanted to call in support of Epic Fata. Mm. Uh, divorce sucks, man. Uh, but uh, don't turn down any pussy, or you might, if you feel like trying some dick, maybe now's the time for that. Um, but yeah, it uh, it sucks, especially if the woman is being a bitch about it. Uh, but uh, do whatever you need to do to take care of yourself is all I wanted to say. Anyway, you got my support. All right. There, well, you, there go. you go. Mm-hmm. Lots of support. There's a big show of support. Yes. That's the thing with the Sick Around community. Yeah. It's a close-knit group. Um, people, best way to support the show is by becoming a Sick Around patron. I actually ordered T-shirts today. And mm-hmm. I ordered a bunch of them. So... We'll have some extras that we can actually sell through the site. But we're uh, redoing the Aleister Crowley design, but in blood red. Yeah, it's kind of a cool um, cool new logo there. But go to patreon.com slash sickandwrong. Sign up today. You're going to get access to a, uh, a Patreon-exclusive story, Patreon phone calls. Those mm. reserved phone calls. If you like that baby jokes, you're going to love the Patreon phone calls because okay. we play a lot of them there. And then also mm. our outtakes, which some people say is better than the actual show. Um, I think, what did we talk about today? Uh, Bloomberg's memes. Mm. Yeah, we were talking about that. And uh, and Harrison's opinion of Birds of Prey, because yeah. he saw Cam of Birds of Prey. <laughs> I can't believe you watched that on Cam. Well, anyway. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't have to go to the movie theater. Yeah. But so go to patreon.com slash sickandwrong. Sign up today. Um, and uh, you'll get access to all that content. And we do appreciate you supporting the show. Also, when you do sign up for Patreon, do you get a link sent out to you with the Discord URL? Like, how do you find the Discord link? Because a lot of people have been asking about it's that. It's pinned to, oh, the, it's pin- to the top post of Patreon. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so once you sign up, yeah. you'll be able to see that. That's right. But if you don't sign up, can you access it? Probably there's a way to find it on Facebook at the moment. But, but the best way to do it. Eventually, we're going to make it so that you just have to make a Patreon account. You don't, you don't even have, you to, don't have to pay. You, have to pay. you, you just, just That's how you access it. So yeah. just go to patreon.com slash sickandwrong, and then you can get on the Discord. And there's a lot of action on the Discord. Yeah. I was on there the other day. I'm, I'm bad about that, though. I got to get mm. it. Because you're on there almost every day, right? To some degree, yeah. And it's interesting because, I mean, you get to really interact with people. I got to do that a little bit more. Mm. Terrible at it. 
Anyway, finally, uh, Sick Wrong Song of the Week came in from Anthony from Bumfuck, Tennessee. Mm. He says, when you talk about Harrison joining a cult, this song immediately popped in my head. Mm. It should have been the song of the week. Every time I die, I didn't want to join your stupid cult anyway. Mm. You know, I know the band. I know of them. I think I've seen them open for other bands, but I can't say I'm a huge fan. Mm. But we're going to end the show here with every time I die, I didn't want to join your stupid cult mm. anyway. Unless they're smoking holy powder, because mm. then I might actually join your cult. Thank you, Anthony, for sending that in. People will be back next week with episode 727. Till then, take a sleazy. <laughs> Sounds from the voice of an oh, ancient, ancient Egyptian, Egyptian priest. priest. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, <clears throat> here it is. Huh. Right. Okay. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something out of an 8-bit video game. I know.